This is the Iyer What Now podcast, in which Mary Thompson and Jerry Thompson explore Ayurvedic principles and make them easy to understand so that you can benefit from this amazing health science. We're glad you're here. Well, today we're going to get a closer look at Vata people's personalities and some common mental and emotional challenges. Hope you enjoy it. Hi, this is Mary Thompson, and I'm here with my brother Jerry Thompson. And we are Ayur What Now? So hi, Jerry. Good to see you again. Yeah, hi. Good to see you too. Hi. So what do you remember? Where, where, where were we at last time? We were well, talking. we were talking about Vata, the Vata Dosha. And it was building on what we've been talking about for the last uh, uh, three or four podcasts of the doshas and how everything is seen through the lens of the doshas. And uh, I, I'm getting a better picture of that. It, it, it sort of sometimes makes me think of people that talk about astrology and they'll say, oh, I can see that, you know, you're an Aries or you're a Pisces or something. Mm-hmm. But it's, it, 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 it's much broader, though, because it, it, like I say, we talked about it being part of the day as at different parts of the day as in, through the lens of the doshas and parts of the year and uh, uh, parts of your life and uh, uh, how they can be seen through the doshas. And uh, the, what we were talking about last week specifically was the Avata dosha and how interpreting that and uh, the different kinds of um, what, what kinds of uh, body functions or physical attributes that somebody that uh, has a stronger uh, Vata dosha has uh, that they can get cold frequently and they may have digestive issues. Um, I, I mostly remember the ones that applied to me. So they were losing their hair. They're somewhat miskept. They kind of can uh, uh, um, jump from thing to thing, and uh, uh, but they can be rather energetic and uh, have different uh, responses like that. Um, so I was getting familiar with the uh, interpretation of what physical attributes uh, somebody would have as a, uh, a, a stronger bata dosha than the pitta uh, or kapha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that actually sums things up really beautifully. I, I really like that your interpretation of that because, yes, I do see everything through the through that lens of the doshas and mm-hmm. seeing how is it balanced or imbalanced and how do we bring it back into balance when it's out of balance and then we get and to do that we get into the elements and it just yeah. everything is we've we've pretty much built up the foundation for Ayurvedic theory mm-hmm. Ayurvedic understanding with those. Pairs of opposites, like I think you said mm-hmm. earlier, where vata dosha is cold. And so people who run colder yeah. than others would have a lot of mm-hmm. vata or vata is dry. So people are always slathering lotion on their body and putting extreme mm-hmm. conditioner on their hair might have more vata dosha. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. something else you said that I think is is really a trap for all of us, which is looking at the dosha as an identification and mm-hmm. it's something like you said that it almost sounds like astrology where oh i'm a sagittarius and so i've got these traits mm-hmm. and so it's uh, oftentimes people do get caught up in that of looking at vata and saying oh i'm a vata dosha and i've got these traits mm-hmm. and i guess for me the difference is going to be when we talk about the astrology it's almost like your fate you know this is you're doomed to be this way because you have <laughs> this yeah. this astrological sign right. i'm i'm actually a double gemini which mm. means um i've had people say to me before you must be intolerable yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well is uh, gemini the, is that the twins yes yeah, so yeah, i'm yeah, quadruplets yeah. quadruplets <laughs> 
Because yeah. <laughs> I'm a, yeah. that I'm Gemini okay. with Gemini with let's see, I'm Gemini with the Gemini rising, and so yes. that makes okay. I don't really understand a lot about psychology yeah. or about astrology, yeah. Yeah. but um, and so but it becomes this uh, definition of your character, whereas the dosha hopefully will look at the dosha more as oh these are my challenges or mm-hmm. these are the things that I can balance because. Mm-hmm. If a person really balances the dosha, you shouldn't even be able to identify overly much what their dosha is. That okay. they would, that they'd be, if I'm running cold and I keep myself warm enough, you're never going to think, oh, she runs cold because mm-hmm. you're not going to know that I'm making sure I've got layers on or I've got, um, mm-hmm. maybe you'll know when I keep turning the heat up. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, yeah. but the, more, the more balanced yeah. I am, the less mm-hmm. that cold's going to bother me. So now, when you say balance, that would mean that you would have equal parts, uh, vata, pitta, and kapha? Not necessarily, because it's kind of like when we look at what they call the constitution, um, we all have a unique way that the doshas are put together. Like we bring this unique uh, ratio of the doshas mm-hmm. to the table. Um, when I say balancing it, it, it we better go back to those pairs of opposites. Like if I'm vata dosha, I tend to be colder. So to balance the vata, I take warm foods. I make sure the house is warm. I keep keep wool socks on in the wintertime. I might do things so that I can retain my heat and stay warm enough. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I'm not too worried about my pitta and my kapha because those aren't creating an imbalance for me. I don't okay. tend to go in those directions. Mm-hmm. And so if I go to another one, like if, my, if I'm vata and I've got dryness, then I might be, you know, paying attention to putting oil on my skin or putting chapstick on my lips or things or drinking enough water so that I'm mm-hmm. offsetting that quality of dryness. So whenever I say to create balance, it's really about creating personal balance, not like um, a balance between the three doshas. Okay. Okay. So if I think of, there was a game when we were kids, actually probably when I was a kid, I think it might've come out a little bit after you where there was, there was a three pronged, device and then you were supposed to move weights from one device to the other from one one leg of this device to another it was called tip it oh and yeah okay I remember there was a clown it. at the top and you're trying to <laughs> to move the weights without having the clown fall off yeah and uh that's why i think ayurveda is kind of like that that one of those okay. legs is vato one is pitta one is kapha mm-hmm. and when we're born like say if i've got 50 percent vata 40 percent pitta 10 percent kapha then i have Five of those weights are on the vata leg, four of the weights are on the pitta leg, and one of those weights is on the kapha leg. And I'm trying to create uh, a place where that's not, I'm not going to tip the, the clown off the top of it. Okay. Okay. So, so I guess in a way you want them that you want to balance the vata, pitta, kapha, but in, yeah. it's really just, I'm only concerned with the one that's carrying the weight that has all the. Um, okay. And that's all part the of who tendencies. you are. And that's part of what you're trying to treat or, or to mm-hmm. uh, address so right. that you're in balance. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. So I think, and, but it's, but I think it's true. I think we, there's a lot of different things I do where I get to label myself. Like I like the Enneagram and I like to label myself with that, oh, or yeah. I like the astrology. I like to label myself with that. <laughs> yeah, and so that's, that's what humans do. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. 
Anyway. So are we looking for our tribe, do you think? Do you yeah. think it's that we're looking for the <laughs> other people? Sure, sure. And, and, and ways to, uh, like I was taking sociology. I remember, I, I don't know if you took that in college, but that's what they do is they put little people in boxes and say, oh, this is how this, these people are, and this is how these people are. And uh, um, yeah, there's something about sociology maybe being a little racist, but uh, they say, well, don't judge individuals. I don't know. <laughs> it's like, it's like this, we don't want to judge people, but. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> then you that's fill right. in a really judgy comment after that yeah yeah it's always a but yeah after that yeah. Uh, i'm not a racist but yeah <laughs> so i think this is a good segue into today's today's topic okay. we're going to talk Great. about vata dosha mentally and emotionally mm-hmm. and one thing with vata dosha mentally is this variety of interests mm-hmm. that vata dosha likes to explore all kinds of different topics. They they don't necessarily care about being a master of anything, but they like to have varied interests. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, Vata nature is a little bit chameleon-like. So I knew a woman one time, this happened to her when she was a girl, she was 16, and her mother got her address book to throw her a birthday party. And she just picked 12 friends and called them up and had them show up. And the girl walked in the room and she said, I was so thrown off because I was a different person with each one of these friends. Oh, yeah, yeah. And she said, and I just turned around and I left because I didn't know what to do Mm. when I was faced with, you know, this person Mm. thinks I'm really rowdy and this person thinks I'm really quiet and this person Mm, thinks studious or whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And she was like, you know, let them sit there and try to figure me out. (laughs) (laughs) And I think, you know, Vata likes that about themselves. And I do think I mentioned earlier, it's like one of your challenges. One of the big challenges for Vata is to find a way to align all those different parts of yourself mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. that they're so you can present as the same person at work as you do at home, as you do at school, as you do in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. and that can be tricky. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. I often think like with Vata Dosha, I, I think of the doshas in everything. So I apologize if I if I belabor the points too much. But then again, that's what the podcast is about. So that's, I, yeah, that's <laughs> what we're here for. That's right. <laughs> but I noticed one time, I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap myself out in a lot of ways with where my vata shows up. Is mm-hmm. I was I was looking at my bookshelf, I was moving and I was putting books in boxes, and I was really stunned at the number of books that I had that had the words made easy in the title. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so I had herbalism made easy and feng shui uh-huh. made easy and physics uh-huh. made easy. Um, yeah. I refuse to buy a book that says it's for dummies because yeah. Yeah, I was going to say there's an idiot's guide to or the dummy's yes. uh, guide to. If, yeah. if a book's going to call me an idiot or a dummy, I'm not. It's, I'm not going to give it money to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> But I think the, the Vata kind of wants to know, I, I want to know about it, but I don't want to invest a lot of time and energy kind of learning all the nuances of it. That mm-hmm. A Vata person can go deeply with something, but they would rather know they want to go deeply with it before they dive in. Mm. Um, another part of the Vata personality is, is that diving in. When I was a kid, this was when I was really young, probably four or five. We were in a swimming pool and Mm -hmm. I saw kids jumping off the diving board. And so Mm -hmm. I thought that looked like a lot of fun, but, and so I jumped in, but I didn't know how to swim. 
Oh. And so the lifeguards had to come with a pole, like they stuck a pole in the water and I held on yeah, to the pole yeah. and they pulled me over the edge. And then I went and got back in line to jump in again. Yeah. And they were like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we ain't fishing you out again. <laughs> well, you're fearless. Jeez. <laughs> I was then. I was then for yeah. that day. I don't yeah. know if I'm fearless other than that. Uh, but yeah. it was um, the idea that like Vata nature is to jump in and then figure out how deep the water is. Okay. Okay. You know, well, you to, certainly to, to do had an overbearing Vata nature at that time. <laughs> it's it's really funny because i think of it as you know i never characterized it as fearless i thought it was foolish but it's i like that you said fear and great faith in the uh, lifeguards that they aren't uh, uh, joking with each other and not looking towards the pool (laughs) well you know it could be having so many older brothers i figured somebody was watching yeah, yeah. <laughs> it could be probably yeah. somebody watching somewhere that would would mm-hmm. save me if I was endangering mm-hmm. myself. But mm-hmm. I see that with Vata Nature is they'll often find a project that they want to do, and they do tend. Now this is separate from the books necessarily made easy. Is that Vata Nature usually can see the end result really clearly in their mind, but mm-hmm. not necessarily all the work it's going to take to get there. Mm-hmm. So they get excited about a project. And they may go out and invest. I used to use something like quilting. Like if they mm-hmm. see something like, oh, I'm going to make a quilt. So they're going to go out. They're going to buy all the fabric. They buy a new sewing machine. They buy all the yarns. And, and they buy all this stuff. And then they kind of go, okay, now what do I do? Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah. Uh, and their nature is to, um, to jump into stuff wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. They want to do mm-hmm. it. And then they kind of go, oh, this is a little harder than I thought. So a, a Vata Nature person might, you might find that person has a lot of half-finished projects around. Mm-hmm. And like mm-hmm. with the quilt, they kind of go, hmm, I'm not quite sure how to do all this. I'm going to put all this stuff into a box and I'm going to write on the box quilt stuff. And I'm going to get back to that. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then yeah. and then they go and do something different and they jump mm-hmm. into something else. And mm-hmm. sometimes they finish and sometimes they don't. Mm-hmm. But I think what's really different for Vata Dosha is when they don't finish they're not hard on themselves. Hmm. They don't think, oh, I've got all these unfinished projects. I'm a really bad person. They're more likely to go, oh, yeah, I'll get back to that stuff. Hmm. Some point okay. in time, hmm. I'm going to get back to it. They don't, they don't worry about it. And if eventually it all goes to a thrift store, they don't, they don't worry about it. It's not, yeah. they're more about the experience than the, than mm-hmm. the goal. Yeah. And they've moved so on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Or mm-hmm. I would say they're more about the journey than the actual destination. So if if they take off on a trip and they don't get where they said they were going to go, as long as they got someplace cool, Mm -hmm. not going to work. And they often will say things like, it's the little things, like they kind of enjoy it when something goes wrong on a trip because that's where the fun is, you know, trying to figure Mm -hmm. out how am I going to do this or how am I going to get out of that? That's where the stories come from Yeah, is Mm -hmm. those mishaps. And so they, they actually kind of enjoy those. Um, Vata nature, there's oftentimes when we talk about the doshas, we talk about them having some kind of problem. Like there's, there's some way that they're out of balance and something that's wrong with them. So I want to talk about things about Vata mentally that are, are kind of cool, which is Vata nature person, people are really quick to learn new things. Mm-hmm. They, um, are very creative and they can put things together in new ways. They're problem solvers. They think outside the box. And so they're going to come up with very unique solutions to problems. Mm -hmm. Um, 
on the downside, they might forget things that they they tend to overlook little minutiae for the for the big picture, like the fact that oh, I don't even own a sewing machine. How am I going to do that? You know, they're going to get stuck in um, they get caught up in the end picture and they miss things along the way. They tend like I was saying, like they they learn really quickly, but they might have to relearn it again if they've been away from it. Mm-hmm. As we get older, we get more and more vata, right? We talked about that with the times of life. So I know I find this for myself with technology is I will learn how to do something and I will know all the steps to get it done. And then the next time I come back to it, it's like, oh yeah, where was that? <laughs> you know, somewhere mm-hmm. here, there's some way that this was really easy and I'm not remembering what it was and having to relearn something. And so that can be a real uh-huh. vata quality. Um, we look at mental health. I think of mental health, mentally healthy people are able to be in the present moment without kind of projecting a lot of their own history into it. Mm-hmm. And so vata, when vata is really mentally healthy, they're in the present moment and they're usually looking for some way to have an experience in this moment. They want to have fun. They want to have sensory experience. So they want to engage. They're yeah. usually very lively people and uh, want to I don't know, do something different. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm I'm sticking with Vata. I think I've got a lot of Vata. <laughs> I like that. And I'm not planning it that way, but it's, yeah, I yeah. think of um, like a Vata nature person planning a vacation. They'd rather go someplace that they haven't gone before uh-huh. and do yeah. something new and different that they uh-huh. haven't done before yeah. than go to the same place and revisit. Be me. And I, I don't know if you remember back when we first did our uh, introductions, I was talking mm-hmm. about how... Uh, I, I, I try to avoid having goals because right. I, I find I get new experiences if I don't focus on one goal and following through. Um, right. So, yeah, yeah. And so, and that's wonderful because that, that is a part of the vata, which is, mm-hmm. you know, they don't want to have the goal. They want to have the experience and sometimes they'll feel like the goal is going to take away from it. Uh-huh. I think that's one uh-huh. thing that you had said. The goal might actually limit what it is you're doing. Right, right. By having a goal, you, you miss opportunities that, that might have just... Uh, Fallen in your lap. Yeah. And so, and Vata is great at those things that fall in their lap. You know, mm-hmm. they'll have really good experiences with it because I think of Vata as really as optimists mm-hmm. that they're yeah. going to look at things and say, what can I do with this? How can this be amazing? You mm-hmm. know, the, instead of seeing all oh, the, the downsides of yeah. whatever it is I'm dealing with. Mm-hmm. The, um, Another thing with Vata mentally is they can be really easily distracted that they might, because if it's the made easy, you know, if maybe you are going on a trip and, oh, there's something, there's this road trip over this way. So I'm going to go off in this direction. And, you know, is that a problem? Well, if they're trying to get something done, I guess it could be a problem. If it's a situation where, you know, they can, they don't have to have the goal. So they can be easily distracted. And I think that's what may stop them from finishing projects mm-hmm. because something else might come along that seems more interesting. Uh, it seems like it'll be more fun or it just seems a better fit for them in the moment. And they'll abandon a goal pretty easily or be taken away from it. And yeah. as I'm saying that, I'm realizing that's probably a, a problem for other people more than it's a problem for the <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People around you that are maybe <laughs> counting on you to do that. Oh yeah, I'm not doing that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 
And that, oh, right there, the way you said that even was such a perfect Bata way to say it. It's like, I'm just not doing that anymore. And it's, yeah, yeah, right. and there's yeah. no guilt around it. Yeah, yeah. Where I know we aren't talking about the other doshas yet, but I asked a Pitta client one time, and I'll probably repeat this in a couple of weeks, so I apologize. But like I asked a Pitta client one time, you know, what would happen if she if she started a project, how likely was it she to finish it? Mm-hmm. And she just looked at me and said, why would I start a project if I wasn't going to finish it? Right. And I was like, yeah. oh, well, <laughs> just for fun. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> But I think the vatas will do that, that they'll start doing something and decide halfway through, mm-hmm. nah, I'm done with this. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. They don't mind that at all. Yeah. Um, let's see, there's other mental things I can think of with the vata. So the big key points with vata dosha is they, they learn quickly, but they might forget quickly as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're easily distracted from the things that they're working on. They're easily distracted and pulled away. So, and what I find really interesting is like, Pitta nature, again, we're not talking about them yet, but they're going to write a list. Mm -hmm. Whereas Vatas always think, oh, I should have made a list. You know, if I'd had a list, this would have worked a lot better. Yeah. I wouldn't have forgotten what I should have done. Right. right, That that step. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be me. (laughs) Yeah. I think too, Vatas, this is something I did myself, is one time I was on a a retreat where it was silence. It was what they called noble silence. You weren't supposed to acknowledge that anybody else was even there. It was supposed to be you're creating this little um, vacuum. And I depended, I depend as a Vata, I depend on people outside of me to kind of reflect back that I'm doing okay, that I'm mm-hmm. that what I'm doing is appropriate. And so I'm because I'm always there's like too many choices to make. And I found myself like walking between the meditation hall and the food hall. And going, oh, that person's walking faster than me. I should be walking faster. And I'd mm-hmm. walk a little bit faster. And I'd say, oh, but wait, that person's walking a little bit slower than me. I think I'm going <laughs> to slow down. <laughs> and then you get there, you know, same kind of thing. Oh, that person's putting a lot of food on their plate. I'm going to put more food on my plate. Oh, but that yeah. person didn't put. And it was really telling because this is, I think, what Vata does is we we rely on people outside of us to validate what we should be doing. Mm-hmm. And then what my big lesson was by the end of the retreat, it was like, oh, well, what do I want to do? How fast do mm-hmm. I want to walk? And how much do I want to eat? And getting solid and connected with who I was as opposed to needing that external validation yeah. from it. And mm-hmm. I think the more balanced we are with Vata, the more we we have that inner compass that helps us to make our choices. The more balanced, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, because the more we're out of balance, we've said Vata's air and ether. And ether mm-hmm. is just like space. Yeah. So I think um, that Vata nature, because that space, they see all these possibilities mm-hmm. about what I could be doing. And now I'm going to make a choice about what I'm going to do. And I find that this is decision-making with Vata. Oh my gosh. can be very difficult uh, because they see the value in all of it. So when they're making a decision, it's, it's going to be, you know, say they're planning a vacation. I'm going to go to Hawaii. No, I, I'm mm-hmm. not going to go to Hawaii. I'm going to go to the mountains. No, I'm not mm-hmm. going to go to the mountains. I really want to go into the desert. But do I want to go to the high desert, the low desert? You know, and then it's like, yeah, well, what yeah, will yeah. I do there? And I've never been there before. Yeah. And so they go through this process and people around them are kind of going, you know, just make up your mind. Yeah. <laughs> I usually <laughs> joke about breakfast cereal. Like if you send okay. a Vata Nature person up the aisle for breakfast cereal, they're going to come back mm-hmm. with their arms full. You know, it's oh, like, well, this yeah. one had a prize in it. And this one mm-hmm. has really good fiber because I'm constipated. Mm-hmm. And this one, 
has, you know, all these great flavors and these little marshmallow things. And that looked like fun. Mm -hmm. I've never tried this one. Yeah. <laughs> so, <okay>. so they <laughs> have all these different possibilities because there's mm -hmm. no, um, they're not isolated in the way that they might look at something. Okay. So you have a hard time just selecting one thing and sticking with it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Because okay. there's, there's the world of possibilities out there yeah. and they Easily see distract. all those possibilities. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so the other part of this we're going to talk about is emotions. Like there's the vata mentally, and then there's the vata emotionally. And when vata is out of balance, I'll throw out a balance in there first, their primary emotion is fear. Mm, okay. And if you think about air and ether, it has no mm -hmm. ground. There's no way to feel really safe. It can be buffeted mm -hmm. by any changes that are going on. Mm -hmm. And so the person who has a lot of vata in their nature they may struggle with nervousness, anxiety, um, fear-based emotions. Sure. Am, am I okay? Mm -hmm. Even that example I gave of me watching other people walking at the retreat, mm -hmm. it was all about, am I okay? Yeah, because you, know? you don't have a lot, like, like say, as opposed to having, a, um, I guess it's Kafa that has the earth and, mm -hmm. and water. Water has got a steady flow and the earth's kind of solid. And, and I guess the fire then, oh, you're, if you've got fire, you got energy, you aren't uh, looking for guidance. So, but when you mm -hmm. just got air and nothing, <laughs> just, uh, you're just sort of floating freely and you're, you're maybe hopefully, uh, or not hopefully you're, you're looking for something to hold on to. Would, would that be, yeah. Yeah. And then if that there's another perfect. person. Yeah. Okay. And I love that you brought all the elements into that, not only the other doshas, but all the elements in <laughs> yeah. because that's yeah. it exactly that, yeah. um, Vata's always looking for someone, something to reflect back that they're okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if they get that reflection back, mm -hmm. then they're okay. But what if they don't, mm -hmm. you know? And so yeah. it's like, that's where Vata really has to establish this trust in themselves. Mm -hmm. That even if people are telling, you know, even if people are giving me one of those rolling their eyes or give me a side eye look, mm -hmm. that I can still be okay, that yeah. I'm still yeah. safe, yeah. that I can protect myself. Mm -hmm. in some way, particularly myself, I don't mean so much physically as I mean mentally, emotionally. Right. And on the positive sides of things, when Vata nature is really balanced, these people are party starters. They're enthusiastic, they're inspiring, mm -hmm. and they um, are exciting to be around because they've always got some new idea that they're going to, what they're going to manifest. And you can, they, they bring you into their own excitement around it. Mm -hmm. You know, that maybe you never thought about doing this thing that they're doing, but now it seems like that would really be a cool thing to do. Yeah. But they might also be daredevils. And so maybe it's scary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I was thinking too with that uh, air and uh, space that you're kind of like a kite where somebody let go of the string and you're sort of right. floating along. And, mm -hmm. and uh, it'd be, and I guess the other people that you're kind of worried about are, are tying on to are the ones that are, you want to hold the string to, to mm -hmm. keep you floating. But, uh, yeah. Yes. Okay. Like this way, when you mentioned the kite analogy, have you heard about? I think it's a Japanese thing that they do with the fighting kites. That people okay. have their yeah. they have um, razor blades that are on the strings, and then they try to fly next to somebody oh, yeah. and cut their string. Uh -huh. It's like the last person I, in the I, sky. I, was th wins. I think it's uh, it was in the uh, a book about somebody from Afghanistan. I I'd, oh, okay. I'd heard that story before, but and it may be 
too. It could be, I, I it could be in Afghanistan. I just, I, yeah. It just strikes me. But I think for a person with Vata nature, when it's out of balance, they think everybody has razor blades on their strings, that everybody mm. is trying to cut the, you know, everybody's trying to make them unsafe. Mm-hmm. And okay. um, and I think this, the ultimate goal is they want to be holding their own string and they're kind of creating that earth for themselves. Mm-hmm. And for Vata nature, we haven't talked yet about treatments, but a lot of it is about stable routines, making sure you're eating at regular times or you're waking and sleeping at regular times and that you're not exhausting yourself because their nature, that Vata is going to drive them to irregularity. Yeah. And the yeah. more irregular I am, the more I'm cutting my own string on my kite mm-hmm. yeah and you think how scary it is for that kite when it doesn't have a string <laughs> doesn't know where it's going to land there's <laughs> trees everywhere flowing. yeah that's right you'll be stuck up here for the rest of my life mm-hmm. yeah. and in extreme cases like a vata might go into paranoia and phobia and things like that if they and that's usually when they've gone way away from self-care you know they've gone so far away or they might have a mental health disorder yeah. And Vata tends towards those fear-based mental health disorders. Yeah, a lot um, of anxiety. Mm-hmm. Yes. And um, and that's one thing I think is really interesting about people is when we're out of balance, we tend to drop all the things that would keep us really balanced. You mm-hmm. know, it's like we're we have anxiety, so we stop eating, making good food choices, or we start doing more stimulants like coffee or sugars or things like that. Mm-hmm. And it's it's such a, a weird thing we do is rather than bring ourselves back into balance, we we kind of double down on mm-hmm. moving off center. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I can and, see that. Yeah. And so I think when Vata goes off center, they go towards fear and worry and anxiety and those mm-hmm. types of emotions that we might think of as the colder emotions. There's just no, there's no earth to it. We're gonna, okay, we're gonna go. I'm gonna say they're the colder emotions. <laughs> okay, <laughs> is that is that part of Ayurvedic or is that part of Mary Thompson? <laughs> oh, well, I say it's Ayurveda, but it's funny because as I say it, I think sometimes I think we find this. I think we were talking a little bit about jingoism when when you when you're involved in something for a long time, mm-hmm. you get all those little acronyms and, yes. and the under, the beliefs that that you just kind of accept as gospel, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden when you say it out loud and you see somebody kind of go. Hmm. Yeah. I make it a face yeah. so I'm pulling back and kind of being, hmm, I'm not sure about that. And it's all of a sudden I'm thinking, whoa, I've never really reflected on, on this. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I, when, when you're saying that the anxiety is cold, I would think of it mm-hmm. more as hot, but I, uh, I don't know yeah. exactly why other than the fact that I get See, anxious I think- and I don't feel cold. I feel hot. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> that's, uh, a, that's a good point. Cause I think of, of like anger and jealousy and passionate emotions more hot. Okay. And so I think anger, I don't know, but it's and anxiety. Um, okay. I, I can see that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's see what um, a vata you are. You're accepting all of it. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. What the heck? Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. That reminds me of another thing mentally. Vatas do not mind. They are perfectly able and willing to see both sides of an issue. Oh, and so good. it's, it's there often like somebody might tell me, you know, just what's your view on this, on this, mm-hmm. uh, what's your stand on some political opinion yeah. or something. And they're likely to go, you know, but I can see this both sides of it. I can see what's mm-hmm. happening over here. I can see what's happening over here. And it can be very frustrating to people. Again, these are problems for yeah. other people, mm-hmm. not a problem for the Vata who is happy well, to have, <laughs> to walk that yeah. line. 
I, 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 I'm not sure if it's a problem for other people. I often, well, without getting into the whole world and what a mess it is today, I think that's what the problem is, is people don't look at the other person's perspective and somebody who maybe uh, uh, has not had the same advantages as other people would have a reason to uh, be against the status quo if, if things aren't going their way. And, mm -hmm. uh, it, 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 but I, I don't want to get political, but it, it, yeah. it's, it, I think that people would do well to listen to what other people have. And although they don't think like you do, they, they're coming from a different place. And there's some reason and it's got some validity um, because of their life experience. What I hear with that is empathy, you know, that I'm going to be able yeah. to, to listen to your mm -hmm. view and to, to kind of see that you have come to this, this opinion through your life experiences and yeah, to yeah. kind of honor and respect you for that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it'd be nice if people would do that. <laughs> they don't seem to do it as much. <laughs> well, there's a whole other topic that at some point we'll yeah. get into about kind of levels of, of consciousness or levels mm -hmm. of understanding. And when you're at that highest level, that's going to be, no matter what your dosha is, you're going to be able to, to look at things through that lens of, Oh, well, that was my experience. What's your experience? And mm -hmm. let's see where the commonalities are rather than my pointing out you're different than me. So, so that, mm -hmm. and then the next level down is where I'm kind of reacting and maybe I have individuals who I can respect, but as a group, I have a hard time. And then there's the lowest level where I just, I have my opinions and I'm just going to blast it out there. And I don't, I don't yeah. have any empathy. And everybody else is wrong. Right. You know? Because I came to mind through my life experience, and that's what's true. When, when and, you have a diesel truck or a bicycle, right? Every, everybody that does the other, anything other than riding a bicycle everywhere is destroying the earth. And anybody that has a diesel truck is thinking that you're never going to get anything done. You aren't going to get anywhere, or whatever it is. You're wasting your life, or whatever that whatever yeah, it is yeah, that yeah. people think. Mm -hmm. And what's interesting about Vata nature is Vata has no problem seeing both sides of a coin, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. and seeing seeing what's happening. And sometimes that can create anxiety for them as they say, why can't we all just see that? Yeah. Why can't we all get along? <laughs> exactly. Everybody yeah. comes to that point, I think at some point, you know, that yeah, yeah. they come uh, yeah. to that understanding. Mm -hmm. So generally like tying up Vata emotionally, Vata mm -hmm. has a tendency to create fear-based emotions, fear, worry, fear anxiety. Okay. And to um, look at the world through that lens. So if I have a vata nature imbalance, when I walk into a room, I'm already afraid. I'm already mm -hmm. thinking, well, where's the door? How can I get out yeah. of here? Oh, yeah. And yeah. That's me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Always keeping their back to the wall. That's you know? right. That's it. You know, and, and I, when we get seated at a restaurant, you know, and, and the, 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 it's nice a restaurant, the waiter's pulling out the chair. And we're kind of thinking, okay, we could trade places after the waiter's gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my seat over there yeah but it's like yeah. vata always looks at that and yeah. on the one hand i think what you're doing there's a bit of um an intelligence in that because it's the self the self-preservation one part mm -hmm. making sure that i'm going to be in a space that i can see any potential dangers yeah. but also you take care of yourself rather than sit there with your back to the room and be in fear and have yeah. that be uh, yeah the uh, emotion uh, of, the, of the evening right I, I, what I was going to say is, uh, and I, I was trained in that really because I've worked in mental health uh, uh, setting for uh, 22 years. And mm -hmm. part of my job was to help um, make sure everybody's safe. And 
uh, and that things were going along well. And I couldn't do that if um, I'm not, if my, my back is to everybody. I don't know. But, or if but you then, couldn't then, see all the potential dangers that are out that's there. That's right. That's right. That's where your vata really came in handy, I'll bet. Because you were you able go. to see uh-huh. yeah. a broad spectrum yeah. of possibilities. Yes, that's right. And there were a broad spectrum of possibilities. Yeah. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> you get a room full of, of yeah, adults with right. some mental health issues. Yeah. You've got nothing yeah. but possibilities. That's right. And, and your goal is to make this a boring day. The boringest day of all is the best day of all when you're working in mental health. I always tell people that when you travel have a wonderful trip and I hope it's uneventful (laughs) so and then just just a glimpse into the future then we're going to talk Mm -hmm. more in the next uh, episode or the one after about symptoms that show up for vata Mm -hmm. physically mentally emotionally and the ultimate treatment for vata if you have more vata is that regularity setting up Mm -hmm. regular routines regular meal times regular sleeping, waking, kind of, um, if you know you're going to go do something that's out of your routine, how do you prepare for it? How do you recover mm-hmm. from it? You know, I was thinking, I was just the example of going to an amusement park. It's like, I make sure I eat before I go into an amusement park. I make sure oh, at yeah. some point in the middle mm-hmm. of the day, I'm going to sit down and not have anything going mm-hmm. on. And then I'm going to leave in the evening and go take a bath or something that's going to be, mm-hmm. you can make those little, I, I call this islands of serenity. These little <laughs> islands of serenity in the day, because vata is kind of chaotic, and if you've okay, got some place sure. to land, it can be really nice. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that ties us up, I think, with vata, with vata mm-hmm. physically, mentally, emotionally, and then we're going to talk symptoms next time. Symptoms of vata. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good deal. Okay. Well, I uh, um, I'm looking forward to it then. <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, so I'll find out more next uh, at, at our next session uh, because I thought we did talk about symptoms, but what we did talk well, is we've about done there. a little bit each time, yeah, and yeah, now I'll just okay. put them all together in one so we can have some okay, way to, great. to land and wrap up Vata Dosha. That's good, and I have a good understanding of it. And as we and then we move on to the next one. <laughs> okay, exactly. Good deal. Okay, thank you so much, Jerry. This has been mm-hmm. a lot of fun talking to you today. And this is Mary Thompson and Jerry Thompson uh, wishing you good health. Okay. Bye now. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit our Patreon at patreon.com slash iyourwhatnow. You can always find us for free wherever you find your podcasts. And remember to subscribe so you'll have access to the latest episodes. We're glad you're here.